The one thing they love more than a hero is to see a hero fail, fall, die trying. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hoops and Cards. I am Gary, your host. Excited to kick off with you the month of September. The NBA preseason is going to start. I can't believe all the good things that are happening. The Cavaliers got Donovan Mitchell, Spida. Welcome to Rock City, baby. So pumped to have you on the Cavaliers. And today, we get to talk a bit about a new release. Don Russ Optic, rocking the sports card world with breaks and all sorts of good blue velocity love. So I'm excited about that, you guys. We also have the Hall of Fame induction ceremony this next weekend. Manu Ginobili, Tim Hardaway, Bob Huggins, and nobody worth investing in card-wise. But other than that, oh, exciting stuff ahead in September. Welcome to the show. It's great to be with you today. Let's get after it. Oh, yeah. Donovan has to hurry. He's at half court. Let's it fly. Horn sounds. Oh! Half court bucket. Yeah, they'll review it, but that's going home for three. Yeah, so this is our first episode in this crazy month of September. And uh, lots to talk about today, you guys. It, it's a month that started started out pretty crazy. Uh you know, a lot of us will remember it as the day that the news broke about the Donovan Mitchell trade to Cleveland and the Utah Jazz uh, getting a haul, really, from the Cavs and a trade that, that shakes up the NBA, but also shakes up the, the sports card world in a sense. But for me, it was a day of finding out that, uh, that that sore throat and the cough and the congestion wasn't just a, just a bunch of allergies. It was uh, I tested positive for COVID. So that was my September 1st. That's how this month started. And uh, in this episode, I want to talk about this month. Uh, later that afternoon, as I was uh, kind of quarantining or backing off from my regularly scheduled events for the day, I got a text from my son who was like, hey, Donovan Mitchell. And uh, I was like, what? He's like, Cavs got Donovan Mitchell. I'm like, buddy, don't mess with me. <laughs> Uh, if you haven't listened to our podcast very long, we're coming at you from Northeast Ohio. Uh, I have been a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, an NBA fan for most of my life. And and uh, for the last seven or eight years, a partial Cavaliers season ticket holder. So this news, like, in fact, my son and I had gone to some some games just to see Donovan Mitchell play against the Cavs. So we had gone to a couple Utah games the Cavs let us in early to watch guys warm up. So we got we got very close to Donovan Mitchell and watched him do his shooting routine. And yeah, so to get this news, and then and then I'm like, you know, he's he's not kidding. I, I saw on Twitter the the Shams bomb. If you don't follow Shams Sharania or Adrian Wojnarowski to find out the the fastest breaking news in the NBA, follow them on Twitter. I do. Uh, it's part of just staying aware. Uh, of what's going on, or at least first off the line, right? First to know news like that. But the Cavs getting Donovan Mitchell in this month of September that, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot on the NBA calendar, but I do want to talk about some things happening. We'll go over the Donovan Mitchell trade and, and if that impacts you as an investor 
of basketball cards. We'll talk about the Lakers briefly and Patrick Beverly. Just um, not afraid to, to shake things up, man. And I love that about him. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm just tired of boring players and guys that don't add much to a locker room. And Patrick Beverly is doing something. The Lakers needed something to uh, to awaken them. And then there's the release of the new 2K, NBA 2K, and guys like Kevin Durant whining about their their grades, uh, their, their overall rankings. That's one thing. But the card hobby, too, we've been waiting for a while for the, the drop of Optic Basketball. Donruss Optic is a brand, I think, that you should at least be aware of, if not pay attention to for some decent deals. And then, and then the rest of the month really is going to be rumors, guys working out, uh, possibility of a Russell Westbrook trade or some other uh, guys updating their returns from injury. But this week, this week, a lot of the NBA world is going to turn their, their sights to Springfield, Massachusetts for the Hall of Fame inductions on, on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And um, so I'll talk briefly about that. But let's get into it, you guys. Donovan Mitchell is a player that since the beginning of our podcast and probably for the last, I don't know, three or four years, he has looked like a young, up-and-coming, clutch, all-star, big-game scorer, worth collecting and investing in because of his current production and his future, and had some incredible games in uh, the bubble playoffs against Denver where uh, he just, I don't know, I I think two games were over 50 points, but Donovan Mitchell just burst on the scene as one of the best rookies to get from 2017 and I mean there was a time when he was one of those players those cards that was like I can't miss I remember us buying one card uh his prism rookie for $35 and uh two months later or three months later it was worth 125 bucks I mean cards of his that's back when every card was going up so but let's talk about reality and now a lot of that um quick money has left the hobby. Those people looking to get rich off of a quick flip have moved on to crypto, NFTs, whatever it is they're on to. And we know they'll be back someday, back through uh, sports cards when they hear about the next Mickey Mantle selling for you know $12 million, whatever. But Donovan Mitchell, guys, I have, I have been paying attention to his cards, but not personally investing in for the last year. I've paid attention because I think he is a good deal. But he didn't have his best year in Utah. And it's actually one of the reasons they decided to blow stuff up is something wasn't right, whether it was the relationship he had with Rudy Gobert, whether it was just the whole feel of the team or, or Danny Ainge saying, look, we're going we're gonna to wind up being the third to fifth seed in this conference every year and just get sick of it. We'll never be a championship contender. And he's probably right with that lineup. They had maxed out salaries. They've tried adding adding extras. Um, Mike Conley, Bogdanovich, like they've had some talent out there. They they really have Rudy Gay, um, but these are these are guys that were overpaid and and passed much of their prime to be able to, to build a, a finals contender. So so they decided to blow stuff up, and they got a lot in that deal for Donovan Mitchell. There were several players affected in that trade. The the Jazz getting Colin Sexton, Laurie Markinen, and Ochai Agbaji from the Cavaliers, along with three first-round picks and two pick swaps. A couple of players and things, I think, were impacted by this deal, and a couple were not. 
Everybody in the NBA had been talking about Donovan Mitchell possibly going to the New York Knicks. And rumors of packages including guys like R.J. Barrett or Quentin Grimes or Emmanuel Quickly or Obi Toppin, you know, and how many picks would the Knicks have to give up? And I think the Knicks were a winner in the deal because they didn't mortgage their future for a shooting guard. It's very hard to make a case for that when you're a team without an all-star. The Knicks were just in a very different situation than the Cavaliers were uh, the Cavs were positioned to make one more move, one more huge splash to put themselves in you know, the top four or five teams in their conference, and that's what they did. But the Knicks players, I think actually one of the big winners of the trade is Jalen Brunson because he doesn't have to share the ball uh, as initiating the offense, the new point guard in, the, in, in New York. I think Jalen Brunson is going to get more end-of-game opportunities End-of-game shots, I'd say the same for R.J. Barrett. Now, I'm not saying go invest in those players, but I'm not saying not to. (laughs) They're both young dudes with upside. And so if that's what you're looking for in an investment, uh, you could do a lot worse than to think about Jalen Brunson and R.J. Barrett. I also think Obi Toppin and Emmanuel Quickly are going to get more opportunities on the Knicks now that they're staying. But it wouldn't surprise me to see the Knicks make some sort of a big splash move in the next six months, maybe even before the trade deadline. So so the Knicks were affected by not making the deal. The Cavaliers, uh, you know, this came up on last week's interview or collab with uh, Paul at the Sports Card Strategy Show. Thanks for having me on, man. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Talking about just the different ways the Cavaliers were impacted. You know, you you guys, I, I appreciate Darius Garland and the present and the future that he's got on the Cavaliers. And I think the addition of an all-star shooting guard who can handle the ball, who can beat a guy off the dribble, and who's uh, going to help that team take some next steps in contending in the East, I think that's only going to help the values of guys like Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, even Jarrett Allen, and uh, the role, really, that Isaac Okoro is growing into. But as far as emerging, taking that next level, I want you to, to get familiar with the four G's of basketball card investing. So to review, some guys are absolute guesses. That's the first G, guesses. Some guys are already good, and maybe they're having an all-star year or they're having an all-star career. Some of them will emerge and be great, truly great players. And I think Donovan Mitchell is on the cusp of that, if not already there. And then goats. Goats are guys that like we talk about with legend status. Not just one goat. These are these are among the greatest of all time. So not just LeBron, not just Michael, and all our little arguments about it. <laughs> but um, there there were players affected by this deal. I think I think Darius Garland still worth investing in. Donovan Mitchell, if you know maybe not this year, but he's he's committed to the Cavs for the next three years and a player option for the fourth. You're looking at a guy who could, over the next four years, add a lot of value to that team and to your cards. So do I think Donovan Mitchell is a buy right now? Uh, Yeah, if you like him. I don't think he's the best buy. But I do think him going to a contender and helping them get to the next level can only be a good thing. So look at certain times of the year, like now. Now it's September. It's buying season. Players are still cheap. People thinking about the NFL pro football starting tomorrow night. So people are more focused on Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and Joe Burrow than they are on Colin Sexton, Donovan Mitchell, 
or Laurie Markkinen. Personally, I'm not investing in any Utah Jazz right now because they're the Utah Jazz. And some of that's just me. Uh, If you've listened to the last eight or 10 episodes, I've spent some money lately on good cards that I want to keep. So I'm in the I'm in the mood right now to trade to make deals for cards. I'm not I'm not scouting the Utah Jazz to see, hey, is that a good deal on a Colin Sexton silver prism? I mean, it is, but not for me right now. So you got to decide what is right for you in the here and now. I think that's how I look at this current trade is to say there may be some opportunities there. There may be an opportunity with Russell Westbrook. Okay. There may be some opportunities with Players that you hear returning from injury that could be ready to pop again. Kawhi Leonard, Jamal Murray, Zion Williamson. But you got to know what's best for you. And you got to decide, hey, if I buy this card or if I buy buy into this player uh, with the hopes that I could flip or make some profit by, you know, before Christmas, I think that's possible. Okay. But what I'm telling you is sometimes you got to decide is that best? You know, there's a lot of options. It's a choose your own adventure world in basketball cards. So choose, right? But when I spend $100 on Zion, that's $100 I won't have for LeBron James, Anthony Edwards, Ja Morant, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant cards. Like you have got to decide your investing strategy. And and for me, none of these players in the news right now um, are drawing my money. So there's that. If you are a Cavaliers fan and you just want to collect and get your Donovan Mitchell, do it. If you're a Utah fan and you're excited about, hey, what if Colin Sexton scores 24 a game for us and has an all-star season? That's that's not crazy to, to talk about. Like It could happen. But do that as a collector or as a fan. Or if you've got money that you've said, all right, with this amount, I'm willing to take some risks. Then, okay, Colin Sexton could be a decent risk. Jalen Brunson there's some upside there, right? We talked about that. There's a lot of other players in the league. In the league, in fact, September we're going to hear a lot about them because the this this month is sort of building up to the NBA preseason, and the first preseason game is September 30th in Tokyo. So that's going to be uh, exciting as the NBA is kind of experimenting with some games in faraway places, you know. So you're going to hear a lot. You're going to see if you follow on social media. Players working out together, players scrimmaging, players that are in the best shape of their lives. James Harden, good for you, man. Uh, you know, if if that interests you, pay attention to it. But I would say don't don't invest off of it, right? Don't invest uh, reactionary. Invest with a plan, a strategy. That's why I think about the four G's: guess, good, great, goat, and and know what you want to do in each area. In a moment, we're going to talk about another new release that came out September 1st or 2nd, and uh, it's fun to follow one of the most popular card uh, lines in the hobby, Donruss Optic. Do they, do they mess up here? This one says Prism, the other one says Optic. I think there might have been a little uh, mistake, or maybe that was intentional for a reason that doesn't make sense. But... Deal to Harold for the dunk. Akogi took a shot, I think, in the eye. Ah, uh, yep. It's the return of several players <laughs> to better situations. Montrez Harrell signing with the Sixers. Sixers. The Sixers. It got Montrez Harrell. 
Hey, that's a guy who can uh, give Joel Embiid a breather at times. Crash the boards, run the floor, set some picks. I like that pickup for Doc Rivers and the Sixers. I like the Sixers as an improving team, adding P.J. Tucker. And I think Tyrese Maxey is only going to get better, but you know that. So that's a, that's a good addition. I'm not buying Montrez Harrell, but I am looking harder at uh, the playoff futures of the Sixers. Same for the Lakers with adding Patrick Beverly. I mean, there's there's the controversy and the the angst between him and Russell Westbrook, but we all know Russell Westbrook is on his way out. They're gonna they're gonna find a good deal. LeBron and his agents are gonna work some magic, right? They're gonna get something to uh, support them, and maybe the the rumors are true about Miles Turner and Buddy Heald. I don't know. I don't know, right? I I just think it's fun to follow that stuff, and I, I look more at at how those guys impact the players I do want to invest in. Like with the Lakers, uh, if, it, if, if all these moves are side pieces that support LeBron or Anthony Davis getting to another finals, I think that helps their values more than any of the guys in the headlines. So not, you know, Patrick Beverly is a buy. No, I'd never say that. Never. I would never say Montrez Harrell is a guy on the rise. You should invest your money in. No, like, Sorry, unless you're like Montez Harrell's grandma, like don't buy his cards. Don't go out and buy Patrick Beverly or Obi Toppin. Like think about, <laughs> right? Think about the best players or the guys with the best futures on a team and then look at their cards. Look at what they're doing. Like Kevin Durant. You can, you can say all you want about the guys around him. We like Cameron Thomas as a young dude and they've got a good lineup on paper. But are the Nets going to be able to hold it together? Uh, have they ever? <laughs> Has this group of guys ever? But but the talent is there, right? And the NBA 2K was released this year. The new rankings out. Kevin Durant graded a 96. He's like, why can't I be a 99? I don't know, man. There was nobody that was graded as a 99. Giannis was the highest at 97. Something to be aware of here in the basketball world, but... Let's move on to Donruss Optic, and I like Donruss Optic as one of the affordable, public, retail, popular versions of basketball cards every single year, made by Donruss, Panini Donruss, so they've got the rated rookies, sometimes they have similar look and feel to them, but they're glossy, they're chromium, they're nicer, the the pictures are of players up closer, and uh, you know, I have a love-hate relationship that I described on hoopsandcards.com. I wrote a blog about Optic because some of their cards are cheaper, more available, and fun to collect, like the Blue Velocity Parallel, the Pink Hyper, uh, some of the different waves and colors that they have. Like, they're great. Donruss Optic is a decent card. I would just watch out for a few things. Number one would be, man, if you're going to buy wax and rip it, you don't know what you're going to pull out. A lot of these cards can be off-centered or have dimples. <laughs> I I'm not a fan of dimples, in case you haven't, haven't figured that out yet. Donruss Optic, uh, it is a fun rip, but you will not get your money's worth back. Unless you're one of the lucky ones, and I posted links to you know, Pac-Man and Jeff Wilson from Sports Card Investor and Leighton Sports Cards. I like to go online and watch a new rip happen, a new break drop, and these YouTube channels that do previews of them. Why? Uh, because I get to see the product you get to see what it is. And uh, some of it's like, man, I, you know, those, if those people bought that hobby box, if they paid hundreds of dollars for that thrill of opening, that thrill, that possibility of getting a, a 
rookie autograph card of Cade Cunningham or Evan Mobley, like uh, the odds aren't very good. By, by the way, let me just say that. I am not lining up to spend hundreds of dollars to pull out an optic blue velocity of Dayron Sharp. It's just not going to happen. That hologram auto of Usman Garuba is not worth my $500. So I don't usually invest in big money wax purchases, uh, but I do like optic for singles and for specific players. I don't love that it took them a year like, like I'm opening rated rookies and these guys have already played a full year and they're warming up for year number two. I, I wish somehow Panini would just stop rolling out these products. Uh, end of this month <clears throat> and early next month, you've got, you've got Select, which is a decent brand, and you've got Mosaic, which is a beautiful but overprinted brand. These are public retail popular uh, releases in the hobby. They're nice looking basketball cards, you guys, but they're a year late in my book. So, and I'm not spending... Uh, I wouldn't recommend spending a lot of money on new releases because there's that there's that initial rush or value value uh, premium. I didn't, I didn't want to say value premium of those people that want to be the first to get a card, the first to get an auto, the first to get one and send it to to PSA or SGC for grading. Like they will overpay uh, for boxes like this. They'll overpay for rookie cards on eBay. That's why these first few auctions. Man, those Evan Mobley rookies or those Jalen Green hollows, they're going to be high. They're going to go real high. And then two weeks later, crash. Maybe two hours later, crash. So as an investor, I don't. It's just just a preference here. I don't love losing lots of money when I could wait a couple weeks and buy those same cards. Or in my case, I've been waiting a few weeks. You know, if if you love these new optic rookies or these new optic basketball cards, if you wait... Guys, September's going to go fast. October's going to go fast. If you wait till mid-October, you're going to find a lot of these optic cards in the dollar box, the 50-cent box, the cheap auctions on on eBay. So as much as y'all love Bones Highland, Franz Wagner, and Scotty Barnes, and it's cool to see the new thing, right? It is so cool to see the new thing. They've even got Lime Green rated rookies, numbered to 149. Oh, it's so cool. Like... Great. Go for it. But I would encourage you to look at the hoopsandcards.com, go to our site, the blog entry that I wrote yesterday, just the love-hate relationship, and then some links where you can learn more about the Donruss Optics set. Again, I think it's good to know about. And what I'm saying in this in this blog post about Donruss Optic this year could be said about Optic in most years. It's a nice-looking set, better than the paper of Donruss or certainly of Hoops. Uh, not as flashy as Prism, Select, or Mosaic, but it's clean. The pictures are good, and it's 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 fairly priced, you know, usually. So after, after you get past the first month, fairly priced. So that's Don Russ Optic. I want to say a couple words, too, before we wrap things up about the Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. I look as far as an investor goes. If a player is on track for the Hall of Fame, or in the short term, if he's inducted and there's going to be big announcements or a, a bunch of posts or an ESPN 30 for 30 about that player, like th- those are investable opportunities. I look forward to Dwayne Wade and Shaquille O'Neal and Dirk Nowitzki, big, big names entering the Hall of Fame. And to be fair, to get into the Hall of Fame, you have to have had a great career. So as I looked at the list of people entering this weekend into the Hall of Fame, I saw two that I was like, yeah, I think Manu Ginobili... 
is deserving of being in the Hall of Fame. When you consider it's a global game and not just, you know, from the United States, people seeing him as a, a key role player or a key star on a lot of the Tim Duncan, David Robinson, Tony Parker, San Antonio Spurs teams. But a lot of people don't realize what a superstar Manu was and is internationally for Argentina. Just just a just an icon, a global icon in, in the basketball world. Incredible clutch shooter, incredible scorer, ball handler, does all the things, played tenacious defense, but a nasty dunker. In fact, if, if you've got a few extra minutes and you want to look up Manu Ginobili dunks on YouTube, you're going to see some treats, man. You're, you're, you will not regret it. So congrats on the Hall of Fame, Manu. Spurs investors might be, might be digging in. It might be a good time to sell Manu or Tim Hardaway. I remember Tim Hardaway in the 90s as one of the best scoring point guards and shooting point guards who could drain five or ten threes like nothing, but also an incredible handle that could break guys off the dribble, and he was known for a killer crossover. If you had to say one player in uh, my generation or like previous generations that invented invented the crossover, Tim Hardaway would be one of the first to come to mind. Him and probably... Skip to my Lou, if you know who that is, Ray for Alston, uh, Stefan Marbury. But Tim Hardaway uh, just just made it an NBA highlight reel of breaking guys off the dribble, of taking them to the hoop, and making impossible-looking shots. So congrats on Tim Hardaway, Manu Ginobili, Bob Huggins, and everybody else joining the NBA Hall of Fame. Should be uh, uh, some highlights or some things on ESPN about them, but I don't expect it to be as big of a deal as when Shaq right? Or Dwayne Wade or Dirk Nowitzki, those big names. Or in the future, when they honor guys like LeBron James and Steph Curry, like that's going to be a moment. That's going to be, and it's not going to be a surprise about any of them. So you have a chance to think long-term, how do I invest in players heading toward the Hall of Fame? So that, guys, wraps up today's September intro. Preseason, Don Russ Optic, Donovan Mitchell trade, Hall of Fame, rumors and and spats in the media, Patrick Beverly and Kevin Durant, like there's going to be some stuff going on. But for us as card collectors and investors, this is still a month where, hey, it's it's behind the scenes. Basketball's not high priced right now. Some good buying opportunities, all those things are still true. Uh, in fact, for our Hoops Plus, that's our subscriber platform, our members Guys, we put out a uh, newsletter this week ranking the top 10 breakout candidates for next year, the top 10 breakout candidates for this upcoming season, guys that are just poised with an awesome opportunity and the talent really to uh, take take their game and their card values to the next level. So I'm pumped about that. Hey, if you're interested in Hoops Plus, it'd be a great time for you to jump in right before the NBA season. Come on. Come on, Hoops Plus. There is a, a link you can check out at anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe, where you can jump in for just $4.99 a month. And to do that at the beginning of the season, oh, it's perfect. That is perfect. So so jump in, anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe. And uh, I'll wrap up the show here in just a minute. She told me that with great power comes great responsibility. What? How do you know that? Uncle Ben said it. His hand, Halliburton, drives in on Bogey. Oh, Donovan came out of nowhere and slapped that ball. That was a kill shot by way of volleyball language. 
couple of parting shots. You guys, I want to say thank you to our new listeners who reached out to me for a free card, free rookie card. It was awesome to get your emails at gary at hoopsandcards.com or Instagram at hoopsandcards. That was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, uh, you new listeners from Canada, specifically Indiana, Washington State, New York, Australia. Man, it was it's awesome and fun to interact with people all around the world, basketball card collectors and investors. And I'm excited about our next series. We're going to start a series of episodes starting, I want to say, Friday about Basketball Cards 101. Let's do the crash course. Guys, let's review all the essentials as we head into a new season. So pumped about that. If there are any issues or questions, you're like, man, I hope he covers that about basketball cards. Is he going to address breaks? Is he going to address pricing or how to how to buy or sell stuff on eBay? What what players to avoid? Like I'm going to talk about a variety of things, but always open to your input and feedback, whether that's, like I said, email, Instagram, the Discord groups that we're in. Don't hesitate to reach out, you guys. Uh, conversations and uh, networking and friendships, that's, that's the best part of this hobby. And it helps us as investors, too. When I hear one of you guys suggest a player or suggest something and give me, give me feedback on something, I love it. I do. And uh, in fact, one of those things that, that I'm working through or learning from my mistakes is at times buying cards, a good card that I want and that I've done some research on, buying it raw and thinking I'm going to be able to send it in and get a 9 or 10. And then someone else looks at it and is like, I don't know. And I'm like, shoot, I should have, uh, I should have just bought the ten. You know, should have saved up, waited. Um, at the same time, when you do the research with the cards that I bought, I'm like, well, even if that gets a nine or an eight, I still love the card, and I'm still gonna make some money on it, baby. So we're learning on the job, right? A lot of us collectors and investors. So basketball cards 101 is gonna be a great series for us. And again, go to hoopsandcards.com. Check out our blogs. Uh, posts there throughout the week to uh, to just stay connected, encouraged, entertained, like whatever. Like, why are you still listening? You know, some of you are like, hey, I just love your randomness. Well, there's one for you. I just randomly said, why are you still listening to my voice? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm so grateful for you, uh, listeners. We'll see you at our next episode. Hoops and Cards. Have an awesome week. Drives it towards ball. Sexton puts it up, puts it in. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye then.